Are you looking for a new math curriculum? CTC Math specializes in providing online video tutorials that take a multi-sensory approach to learning. Favorably reviewed in Kathy Duffy's 102 Top Picks and the Old Schoolhouse Crew Review, the lessons are short and concise to help your student break down concepts and appreciate math in a whole new way. The lessons are taught the traditional way, not to a test. If you want to be Common Core aligned, then this is not for you. Each one of the video tutorials is taught by internationally acclaimed teacher Pat Murray, who is renowned for teaching math concepts in a simple, easy to understand way and in only a few minutes at a time. Using the multi-sensory approach, having the combination of effective graphics and animation synchronized with the voice of a friendly teacher together with a practical assessment, this three-pronged attack makes learning so much easier and more effective. Even students who struggled with math are getting fantastic results. And ones who were doing okay before are now doing brilliantly. Visit ctcmath.com today to start your free trial. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with an episode of Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 368 and today we are going to be talking about five things Josh Harris forgot. Uh, Just a disclaimer here, this is not a show that's going to bash Josh Harris. So if you think that that's what it's about, uh, no, it's not. Um, For those of you who have listened to previous episodes, uh, you pretty much know me um, and In this episode, I'm really going to take a unique look and talk about five things that I believe he forgot as he was looking um, for clarity in a book, uh, several books that he had written. But I want to give a shout out first to our sponsor, and that's CTC Math, and you can find out more information at ctcmath.com. I have to say my heart grieves for Josh Harris, and I'm going to share why in just a bit. If you don't know anything about him, he was a previous bestseller, Christian pastor, evangelical leader, and author of some books that many Christians and homeschoolers loved. In fact, many churches embraced. What I'm going to do here is point out the five things I believe he forgot in his journey. And he, you know, as he's made this journey, actually, the last few years, I think he began in in about 2017 or so. um, And he was looking at people's responses uh, to his book because people had reached out and said that his book had ruined them. And that's why my heart, you know, grieves for him because, you know, I think there are some major things that he forgot. And I've I have not watched the entire documentary. I, I watched parts of it. And in the documentary he filmed, um, he worked with someone else. And disclaimer, 
Um, he didn't make any money from this documentary. They did a Kickstarter, the person who who filmed it, who um, approached him. But I think what, what bothered me was, um, you know, like the name of it was I Survived I Kissed Dating Goodbye. So it was really from the angle of getting people's, you know, um, take on how they felt going through his book and how it impacted his life. You know, he apologizes in the film, and I think apologies are always good. You know, an apology is freeing, um, but he's taking personal responsibility for a movement that flamed within many evangelical churches that I believe he truly had no idea would happen. Um, you know, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, and we don't know how people will take any of our work or anything that we do. And that's why I want to get to point number one, and that is people have free will. You know, I'm sorry, um, you know, if, if something I say um, offends you or you take something I say and do it and then find out, oh, my gosh, that was horrible advice. You know, God gave us free will. Each person um, who read your book, Josh, made a decision to follow your advice or not. People who listen to me, same thing. We need to take responsibility for our own decisions. And I think that is really lacking. If people do things, you take responsibility for your own actions. Uh, you can't just point blame. As an author, I have firsthand experience with this, having written many books from 1994 to the present. I had some people that wrote me and told me horrible things about my books or that as a Christian, I couldn't write them. And yet, that was their opinion. You know, my daughter and I co-authored the Truth Seekers Mystery Series, and these are action-adventure novels for tweens, basically, that focus on archaeology, paleontology, and anthropology. And the reason we call them the Truth Seekers was because we wanted our readers to seek truth in their lives. The dialogue contains both sides of an argument with both teens and adults. These books are to make you think. I taught my children to learn by investigating, asking questions, and researching from three primary sources. I didn't want them to read someone else's interpretation of what happened, which is why I'll give you a link to the statement that Josh Harris made about his book. And interestingly, I read some comments about the statements he made, and they were not what was in his statement. So always go to the person before you read what someone else says about it. The second point I wanted to, you know, clarify that I don't think he thought of, and that is to not throw out the baby with the bathwater. Never a good idea. You know, we had two of the books that Josh Harris wrote. The first is I Kissed Dating Goodbye, and the second one was Boy Meets Girl. And I did a quick search online and found the Kindle version received 366 stars on Amazon that resulted in a rating of 4.6 stars. That's not bad. He had good information to share. And I think what I liked about his book was his authenticity in sharing his struggle and his ultimate victory in what he believed was an ideal method for dating. Did we follow every single bit of advice that he, he set out? No, we didn't. Josh wrote an apology in his statement that said, in essence, if I hurt you, I'm sorry. If I helped you, I'm happy. But because I think this is flawed, I'm pulling sales of the book. Now, go read his statement to get exactly what he said. But we read the books, and we felt some were good, you know, and some parts we weren't going to be able to do as a family. 
we talked about it. And I felt, as my kids did, because they had friends that were dating a lot and breaking up and then dating again, that we felt that dating had become an epidemic that set kids up for heartbreak at a young age. We never told our kids, you have to do this, and it's our rule. I grew up with a father who said, you can't date. I never really said that to my kids. We talked about it, and we uh, laid out some rules and came to the decision that dating wasn't going to be something they were going to be doing at a young age. And, you know, when your kids are younger, they think it's a great idea, you know, and then when they get older, they asked if they could have some leeway and we gave it to them. My own parents were super strict. They didn't let me date in high school other than one prom date that my father accepted for me. Yeah, hilarious. Um, When I was a senior in high school, he came home and found out that, that the Uh, President of the bank's son had asked me to go out on a date and um, to prom, and uh, before I had even answered, my father did for me. So, um, quite quite a funny story, which is hilarious now, not so much then. And it wasn't even with the person that I wanted to go with. But you have to read my book, One More Child, to hear that story. But even though my parents were super strict. I loved them and I respected them. And I didn't blame them for my lack of dating or that I didn't have enough experience. And, you know, there were some parameters that they set. And I thought Josh's book did that as well. I would never give Josh Harris credit for my success or failure in parenting because I read his books and encouraged my kids to read them. And we talked about it. We thought about it. I think this book contained caution for a world that was hurting. Why not put out a revised edition with some cautions? Why totally axe it and throw it out? I can't answer that question. Point number three, love comes from above before it comes from within. The source of all love comes from above, and once we know God, we can have this love within us and share it with others. We have to pray and search our hearts for what God calls us to do. Should we marry? Should we go into ministry? You know, should we be celibate? It's a personal relationship. I know that some people, some churches took his information as the gospel truth without looking at the gospel. They made people feel bad. Well, you know what? You could leave that church or you could disagree with whoever was teaching. But, you know, I know that young people sometimes feel you know, pressured. But usually the pressure is the opposite way. Look at our world today. Look at the abortion rate. I don't think that saying that you want to not have relationship before marriage is a bad thing. A book can guide us, but it can't make someone do something. So I go back to point number one, we all have free will. Point number four, no one in this world can make you happy. I think a bunch of criticism in this book that taught a method that people followed and had a disastrous outcome was that it pointed to the author and blamed him, while some people said this method worked and they found true love. But what is the source of that love? You know, point number three, (laughs) love comes from above before it comes from within. But the main point here is that no one on earth can fill that void that belongs to God God created us to love Him. If we do not love Him first, we will always seek for that true love that will never be fulfilling. Point number five, applying the Bible to dating is a good idea. God gave us life, and we are thankful Christians, 
And so, what do we do? We look at the Word of God in the Bible for advice. God said, go forth and multiply. He didn't give us a direct path, but if we proceed based on the love of God and His will for our life, no matter what happens, we'll always have God. That makes no sense to someone who is not a Christian or who doesn't have a relationship with God. When Harris wrote the book, he was committed and he loved the Lord and wrote what he felt the Lord was teaching. It is up to each individual, read point one above, to pray, discern, and seek God. Even life's rejections can be a learning tool and healing for us all. Unfortunately, I read that Josh and his wife are getting divorced, and for this I grieve. I will pray for him, for her, and for their children. Divorce is heartbreaking no matter who it happens to, and it's never a cause to rejoice or to point fingers or to say ugly things. And unfortunately, the internet gives people anonymity and allows them to say horrible things. Friends, it is not up to us to be judge and jury. We can learn what is in books that are, you know, great. We can get great advice from them, from sermons, from teachings, from podcasts, I hope you don't believe every single thing I say on this podcast. I hope you pray for that spirit of discernment, which is a free gift, by the way. Learn critical thinking. Learn to make your own decisions. You know, learn to have good, informed input. Talk to people. I pray that a new generation of young people does not think Josh Harris's apology means that everything is wrong with waiting to date and to kiss and to have intimate relationships until we get married. Everybody has their own opinion on that, their own spin. Did I wait to date to kiss my husband um, before we got married? No, I didn't. Do I think that people need to wait before they get married to kiss? That's up to them. It doesn't matter what I think. It matters what your relationship is with God and what you feel in your heart you want to do. I'll leave you with one thought that I, I want to uh, share with you that I think really is pivotal in this entire discussion, which is what led me to podcast about this. Please do not point to others with blame. Take a hard look at yourself. Take responsibility for your actions. Look at your relationship with God. Look at your hopes and your dreams. Do you even know what you believe? Do you have a firm foundation in Christ? If not, get on your knees and pray. And it begins with one person. And guess who that person is? It begins with you. And it begins today. Take care, everybody. Um, If you want the show notes for today's episode, I have some links uh, to the video that um, was put out as well as a statement. Um, And you can find that at... VintageHomeschoolMoms.com, Five Things Josh Harris Forgot, Episode 368. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.